Well, hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the podcast about action figures. But you know, it's a little bit edgier. You might even say it's a little bit extreme. And I know something about extreme because I'm the franchise Shane Douglas. Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, the gold standard. Tune in or get your, you know what, franchise. Now cut the music. Welcome back to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. I'm your host, Will The Thrill. And I am your host, Joe Static. Hey Joe, how's it going, man? Uh, I'm sorry, guys. You know we had to um, we had to postpone last week's episode to this week, and we're kind of working uh, out the kinks and all. So on weeks where we don't have a formal episode, I think we got something in the works where we'll either go live a little bit on Instagram or something like that. And Joe, you know, I mean, we're we're, we're going to work this out. We're going to get episodes, and we're going to get con out, and we're going to get content out to our listeners and followers. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, we'll just keep the uh, keep the train rolling here, you know, week by week. We'll take it as it comes for the most part. Hopefully, you know, we could just keep our, uh, you know, weekly episodic podcast going here. So yeah, we'll just take it as it comes and hopefully, you know, keep putting the same content out. Exactly. You know, I mean, we're still, again, working out our schedules. We're very busy. Life, life throws some, you know, fastballs at you, right? Some hardballs at you, and you just got to take them as they come. So, if you all be patient with us, we are going to get you what you need when you want it, and and we'll go from there. The funniest thing about all this is, I did see we lost some followers on Instagram and all this stuff. I mean, yeah, I get, you know, they come and they go. It's like it's weird. We lose six, we get six. We get we lose two, we get three. You know, I mean, it's just this up and down thing joe and i like i don't understand it because i see new people coming on all the time all these new uh, these collection based instagram things and these these uh organizations around wrestling figure collecting and then like they have 50 posts and five thousand followers and i'm just (laughs) like i have dude what are we doing wrong man we're not paying we're not doing the paid man the paid paid for the followers I mean, you know? and yeah, but Joe, everybody, everybody keeps saying, oh, I don't pay. Oh, this oh I shit. don't pay. I don't pay. I used to say that for my Statics Toys uh, page. I'm like, I don't pay. No, I was paying. I just don't want, I just didn't want to admit it. Yeah. You just don't want to admit it. You just don't want to admit it. We do not pay guys. We don't pay guys. All our Instagram followers are like you said in the beginning, organic, you know, they come, they like the page, they like the show, they follow us. And we're trend we were trending upward for a while, man. You know, we're pretty close to two thousand followers on our own without paying shit. You know, you can kind of tell from those pages, because look at my page. I had almost five thousand followers. I got five hundred on my own, so <laughs> the rest I paid for. And you can tell because I'll post and you'll see a hundred likes out of five thousand. You're like, wait, something's not adding up here. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah, it's, those pages do like sixty three likes, and they have ten thousand followers. I'm like, something's not right here. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a little odd, right there. Yeah, and it's funny because they, you know, sometimes with these services, you're required to do a refollow and stuff, and 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 sometimes you're not. So I think that's where it's a little deceiving too. But as you mentioned, Joe, we've done this organically both on Twitter and on Instagram. So. To everybody that has organically joined the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast community, we want to thank you, obviously, because you're real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the, these pages, you know, if they pop up that quick, there's not five or 10,000 people that are going to follow these pages that fast, man. Like nobody really cares that much. You know what I mean? For I know. to see collections. 
They could just go on Google and look them up. I know. You, how many databases can you look up the same wrestling figure posted over and over? You know, we like to keep it fresh. We like to throw some retro stuff in every once in a while. You know, we're big retro action figure collectors, just not wrestling figure collectors. You know what, too, Will, I want to throw in? I mean, we've probably said this a thousand times. I think what makes our show different, and other shows could say the same thing, but what makes our show different, Mo, is we've been collecting our whole lives. And a lot of these pages are popping up because I think it's like a cool thing to do. Because even at some of the toy shops, I'm not going to mention any names, you see wrestling figure collections come in. And I'm like, somebody's selling that Andre the Giant already? Someone just sold AEW Series 3. I'm like, okay. These are new people popping up, starting pages, starting podcasts, and they're primarily focused on the new stuff. Where our show, we go back. We let you know. You know, we've been collecting our whole lives. Our segments are focused on that a lot of the times too. So I think that's what, you know, separates us from the pack a little bit. I think so too. And I think that's the key to it all, right? We have great stories. We storytell here on the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. You know, we talk about when we were little kids and that moment of seeing the atom bomb or that moment of getting those Jacks BCA at, at, at the birthday party, you know, and whatnot. And I think that's what really sets us apart. And we do have the experience and we do have the knowledge, albeit, hey, look, we don't have the greatest memories because we're getting a little long in the tooth. We're getting a little old here. (laughs) Getting a little crusty. It's it's definitely catching up on my end over here. I know. It's catching up on all of us, to be honest with you. So, you know, but this is the way we're doing. Regardless, we're still going to be a little bit fresh. We're still going to be knowledgeable. We're still going to be fun. And... With all that said, man, Joe, we haven't even started the podcast yet, and we're already getting into it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting, a, like Shane said, it's a little extreme, and that's what we like on here. Yeah, we're getting a little extreme. A peek behind the curtain here. Sometimes Will has to cut some of the shit I say out because it's a, it was a little too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hey, look. <laughs> You know, some of this stuff is a little out there out of left field, so I cut it out. But for the most part, something like this, I think, is the discussion is warranted. So it just doesn't make any sense. And I, guys, if you like the podcast, please follow us on all major podcast platforms. Write those reviews, as we always say, and share this stuff with all your friends, all your wrestling figure collector friends, action figure collector friends, because that's what we do best here. Because we still want to grow this. We want to still get to 2,000 followers on Instagram. Joe, we still have to give away this little bit of a bubbly Chris Jericho figure that is just sitting here waiting to be given away for our 2,000 follower Instagram giveaway. So guys, please don't forget to listen to us on all major podcast platforms, write those reviews, and yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SQDCircleAFP. I head up the Instagram, Joe heads up the Twitter. Yeah, man, for sure. And uh, we haven't mentioned this in a couple of weeks. We should plug the uh, Pro Wrestling Tea Store. You know, we still got our shirts up there. We do, we do. And we haven't mentioned it because of everything that's going on personally in my life. And it's just the time, you know, my time has been very sparse. So I wanted to get the new logo shirt up before, you know, we kind of went all in. But irrespective of that, we do have our old Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast logo up at prowrestlingtees.com slash SQD Circle AFP. 
And our other two shirts are pretty cool too. I love that mint on card shirt. I still think if you are a mint on card collector, it's in that NWO style MOC. You know, we're hashtag MOC, hashtag MOC for life here. And I like the Got Fig shirt. I mean, it's a fun shirt. You know, it's got the Al Snow kind of vintage attitude era feel to it with the Jack's BCA Al Snow head on the back of it. It's a fun shirt, Joe. Yeah. I would probably go with the MOC shirt. I think that's a little retro. You know, you get the MOC and the NWO kind of, you know, logo. I think it's a good shirt. Fun shirt to wear. Fun shirt to wear, man. I mean, dude, if you're NWO, you're NWO for life. If you're MOC, you're MOC for life. It's that simple. You know what I'm saying? Eh, not for, I, yeah, for life. But we also do a little Lucy, Lucy collect in here as well. You know, as we like to, we like to open these figures up. Joe, I've been, I was opening up uh, figures on Instagram the other day, just randomly on Sunday. You know, uh, AEW on Rival Collection I, I, figures. I seen that. I was like, oh shit. No, I did the toy show this past Saturday. Not too much news to report on my end. You know, it was kind of boring. You know, Will, they usually have the two rooms at the uh, Athletic League. They only had the one small room, barely any tables filled. So you could see what, I don't know what the hell is going on. Maybe the pandemic's getting into people again. It was all right. I uh, actually picked up the Young Bucks again for some reason, AEW Series 3. I wanted to have another set of those just in case I want to crack them open. But other than that, you know, I sold a couple things. You see the same stuff over and over and over again. But that, that that's all I had to report over there. Basically a, a modern toy show. You know, you have a lot of the modern stuff there and, you know, some some retro stuff. You get lucky sometimes. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you had a good show. Those Young Bucks. Yeah, I was on the fence about picking up another set. I, I need to get another Nick Jackson because my box is all screwed up and think I may get another Matt too. I have a lead. They are starting to hit Walmarts again now and they are hitting targets and I did find another set at Target. But man, this manager really went into me. It was an odd, odd story. I just want to tell it real quick. It was Friday. I'm there first thing in the morning. The scanner dates the previous day said that they would arrive on that day because obviously BrickSeek and PopFinder aren't working for this, this AEW series, unfortunately. So I go into the store. There's nothing there. Everybody is packing out stuff. So they just got a truck in. So I asked the Tory department employee to scan the, the peg, and they're there, six on hand, but she doesn't have any on her cart. So then I ask her to go check the back, and she's like, okay, 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 I can go. And I see my usually really cool manager guy, and I'm like, oh, she was just going to check the back for me. You got these AW figures. Everybody's been looking for them. You know, maybe you can help me. Maybe you know if they've come in. Oh, man, I can't do it. I can't do it. We're, we're backed up. We have two trucks, blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right, man, can I just wait around? You're going to have to wait around until it gets packed out. All right, I'll just wait around. So figure, all right, I'll wait around. My buddy stops by. I see him. He's like, go back. Just ask someone else. Maybe they'll do it for you. So I go back. I find another guy there. He was formerly the toy department manager. We start chatting. He's like, dude, I can't do it just because I'm not in toys anymore. Talk to the department manager. She's actually around the corner. So it's like, okay, no problem. I go around the corner. The toy department manager has a U-boat, right? The only thing sitting on that U-boat was the pack, the whole case pack of AEW figures. And I was like, what's going on here? I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And then behind me, the manager guy comes up. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I was waiting around for the figures to get packed out. I told you, you can't be asking my employees, blah, blah, blah. We're very busy. Da, da, da. I said, but the case is right here. 
Joe, it was one of the most odd confrontations because I wasn't asking anymore because I found them, right? And it was on a U-boat, so I'm assuming she was going to pack them out, or maybe not, and that's what I'm getting to, or getting at. And eventually, she just opened them for me while he continued to yell at me. I was like, dude, you know me, you know me well, we're very cordial, I apologize for asking your employees, but you told me to wait around, so I was waiting around, and then when I found the department manager, here they are on her U-boat alone. I just want to. Is that okay? Yeah, 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 but you can't do this and you can't do this. And so I talked, I was like, don't worry, I won't do it anymore. I apologize. Like, I apologize. Everything was very cordial, but he was so hostile. I think that they were holding them for employees or somebody. A couple of things. Yeah. That could have been holding them for employees. You're, you're a lot nicer than I am, man. I would have been like, get the fuck well, out of Well, he my was face. like, like I said, I'm like, he's like, you know, we do better than any other store. And I'm like, no, I understand you do better than any other store. That's why I go here. And I thank you for all that. But at the same time, these are a very hot item and I just need to. So anyway, long story short, I got them. We made our amends and I told him, look, I'm going to take a little break. I don't really need anything anymore. So don't worry about it. I won't hassle your employees, as he was saying, that I was hassling his employees. You're like, I won't spend any money in the store anymore. Is that okay? Yeah, is that yeah, is that okay? Well, it does <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Someone else is gonna fucking buy him anyway, so they don't care. You know what it is too, Will? Um, it could be you know how fucking annoyed. Imagine like a Saturday. Imagine a Friday. Imagine every day. But imagine a Saturday and a Sunday, how many people come up to them for the same thing? Or they're like, All right, I'll I'll, I'll wait around. Imagine being the employee and you're like, bro, I don't want you waiting around. I want you to get the fuck out of here. I know. I don't want you staring at me while I'm doing this. Imagine like you're you're nice about it. You told me this story about that guy. That's like why you why you have two. Imagine him talking to them. Oh. You know what I mean? And now imagine him times like 20. We're target working at targets had to be really fucking annoying. Very annoying and very stressful and if I worked there, I'd just be like get away from me. Yeah, it's a retail position and I've I've worked retail before, not at Target. And I understand it but is not, stressful. N- not with this high demand of figures right now. No, retail I worked at, there was not a high demand like there is. And look, it's not my problem. We continue to say this on this podcast. It's not a me problem. It's not a target employee problem. It's a target corporate problem. It's a Walmart corporate problem. And it's a minimum order quantity problem. The companies, the retailers do not want to take the risk on upping their minimum order quantities on specific items because they don't want to liquidate them. And I understand that from a business aspect and a business point of view, because it is a toy business. But Mattel has to let them know, look, guys, this product is not available. We can't have empty shelves. So again, it's how do they find that happy medium, right? How do they do it? Now, I see Walmart's doing this with the Star Wars figures. They sold out of all those Clone Wars Black Series figures, and now they're all online. I mean, they're on. You can buy them now. So why isn't that being done with wrestling? Why can't I go online right now to walmart.com or to target.com and buy AW figures if I want or buy WWE elite figures from Mattel? Why? I don't know. It's a good it's a good question, you know. It's a good question. But you know, it's just I it would be easier, of course. But I just get so like I don't know what the, I don't know. Like sometimes I unfollow pages but I just get so jaded, man. Like I see the same thing as I scroll on Instagram or Facebook too, because I, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups that I'm thinking about getting out of. You know how many times a day, well, I see the AW figures on the pegs? A hundred times a day. 
I'm so sick of seeing the same stuff every day as I scroll. I'm so like tired of it. I'd like to see the AW figures, uh, at least on the pegs when I go to the store, or if they're not going to be on the pegs when I go to the store, I'd like to see them on online so I can just click a button and order them, right? Wouldn't you like that? Instead of seeing fucking pictures of them all the time of people taking them. Oh my God. All day, every day. It's the same thing. But yeah, that would be great. Even that, you go to Target.com for the Legends, you got to be quick because then they sell out. Yeah, pre-orders are sold out. Now they're starting to ship from the 16th to the 19th. And then now they're supposedly showing up in locations across the country, random random locations, obviously. So look, Legends, the the previous series, what was it? I don't even, I, I always forget which Legends series we're on. What are we on? Nine. And now the previous one was eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, you could still find eight in stores now. I found it the other day. Yeah, same here. They had a, they had all four. Yeah. So I'm only assuming we're going to be able to find nine. Just be patient, guys. Don't worry about it. You'll find nine. And nine is doesn't even have the heavy hitters like eight had. I know. And don't, don't even get me started with the Royal Rumble set. I don't know what happened with that. Is that just in like distro limbo? Or is that on a boat somewhere? Is that in, held up in customs? I mean... Who the hell knows what happened with that series, man? You know what's going to happen with that series, Joe? You're going to find that at fucking December of 2021. Because it's yeah, it's going to randomly come out. It is. <laughs> I'm telling you, mark my word, you heard it on this podcast. When the Christmas time comes and they have no product available, it's it's sitting in a warehouse on or somewhere in a distribution center, and it, you, the stores are going to be flooded with this shit. I guarantee you. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm trying to think how to say this uh, without sounding like a weirdo, but sometimes, you know, my mom does figure hunting for me. I know, as crazy as that is. She actually gotten better at it than me. You know, she found the Omaga and the Warrior for me, which is nice. But while she was looking at it, this guy came up to her with his phone. He's like, you should get those. You should get those. He's like, look what they're going for on eBay right now. Look what they're going for on eBay right now. You should get those. And that just sums up what you're dealing with. Yep. Hey, I, hey, I'm right there with you. I mean, I met a guy today in the store as part of a Facebook group. And it was like, the first thing, I'm not a reseller. I'm looking, I can't find anything anywhere, blah, 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 blah. But going up every other, up and down every aisle, including the Hot, hot Wheels. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Joe, Joe, yeah, Joe. Yeah, my mom's like, he was, he was fucking creepy. I'm like, yeah, mom, those are the guys, man. You could tell. Like when I go to the store, I'm in my work clothes. And I think I look normal for the most part. I can like smell these fucking guys out when they come in at the, in the. Uh, <laughs> I know I, I you, you don't want me. No, you don't I, want me saying that. Have, yeah, yeah, we got we got. <laughs> I could, I could. I, I'm saying it in a nice way, Will. Which you don't have to worry. What's coming next? I know what they look like, and it's funny that I'm like, do I look like that? No, no. Like, no. Am I in the same category as these guys? And they always look the same. But I'll just leave it at that. And I'm like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Yeah, look, there are all demographics of of collector. There's all demographics, you know, in the world and whatnot. And obviously we're gonna have crossover interests and stuff like that. Look, I don't wanna I don't wanna say we're the most highbrow or I don't think we deem ourselves to be a higher class than anybody or over anybody, but Again, there's a sense of professionalism. There's a sense of just maintenance in daily life. And I get what you're saying, Joe. I do get what you're saying. And, you know, I don't think we're creepy. I, I think we're knowledgeable. I think we're smart. I think we're educated to some extent. 
There could be street education and there could be formal education, right? But, you know, and that's why we have this podcast. We have this podcast because we want to appeal to a little bit of everyone. And that's why we're a little more extreme. That's why we we sound like New Jersey guys, you know, from Staten Island or whatever. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, you know, that's who we are. You know, that's where we grew up. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's how we grew up. Yeah, just real quick. There's one time I went to Target. We're on the Target story real quick. A guy gets out of his car. He's in front of me. We're both walking in. I'm like, this guy's going to the toy aisle. And I can almost bet every dollar I had he was. He walks He walks in front of me. You know, he's going straight. Boom. Makes a left right to the toy aisle. Now, he takes every Lightning Collection Power Ranger off the shelf. And he starts taking pictures of them and putting them online to resell for double as he takes them all up to the counter. Now, if you walked in like two seconds after him, you would have been like, ah, man, the store is empty still. You know, that's what you're dealing with too. Yeah. He took every one. Yeah. Guess what I just did, Joe? I submitted a big offer on a 125 Ultimate Warrior <laughs> Jacks Classic Superstars Ring Giants right here on the podcast. You never know what's going to fucking happen here. Meanwhile, I'm winning. I, I just won a $15 bid on a Caden Murdoch two pack for some odd reason. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what bit I just made on this one of 25. Ultimate Warrior America, classic superstars ring giant. I'm feeling good about this off. I'm adding it to the collection, baby. This ring giants figure is one of 25. It is the America warrior with the white winged eagle title. I'm ready to go, baby. Let's go. Let's make it exciting this episode. But moving on, we do have a ton of of news to get into and everything. So, Joe, we're going to smash it all together. We have our miscellaneous, right? We have our ECW news, and we have our Where the Big Boys Play news. So, ECW news, independence. We got Micro Brawlers, AEW Series 1 coming out. We have Zombie Sailor Toys announcing multiple figures left and right, including the <laughs> new Dino Bravo. And then we have... We, and you know my thoughts on the Dino Bravo. It's finally coming, man. Your 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 uh, dreams have come true. Yeah, my dreams have come true. Now, I don't want to hear any fucking Dino Bravo mark ever say, oh, Dino Bravo got to get an action figure. Dino Bravo got to get an action Well, guess what? He's got an action figure now, so I don't want to hear any of your marks out there crying that he doesn't have an action figure because Zombie Sailor Toys did it and Joshy did it. And thank God for my, my sake. Anyway, and then we also have another retro announcement by cello toys and adam at junk shop dog dynamite kid has been signed to both lines so that's pretty exciting yeah well you know i i'll probably get both uh the cello toys dynamite kid i'll I'll like that you know hasbro retro kind of style for that kind of figure and you know the junk shop dog junk shop dogs products are really nice i like the poppy style so i'll probably be getting both just because i'm a british bulldogs dynamite kid fan same here. I mean, out of all this stuff that we just mentioned, AEW Micro Brawlers, Zombie Solitaires, Dino Bravo, and then the Dynamite Kid getting two figures this year. I'm assuming they're both going to come out this year. I'm all in for Dynamite Kid. I'm all in for two Cello Toys Dynamite Kids. You got to have one MOC, Mint on Card, hashtag MOC, hashtag MOC for life. And then you got to have one Lucy because everybody knows... In our collections, we collect loose Hasbro's from when we were a kid, and I got that loose British Bulldog right there, and I need that loose Dynamite Kid right next to him. Yeah. He's got the flag on his butt. I mean, it's it's just a perfect pairing. Don't sleep, guys. You heard it here again first. Don't sleep on this Cello Toys Dynamite Kid. All the Hasbro marks are going to go after it. 
and all the wrestling figure collector marks are going to go after it. And if this is produced in limited quantities, get your pre-orders in when JB Toys lists them, because I don't think this figure is going to be around a long time, man. Yeah, I don't think so either, man. Compared to the other releases, this one's a big one. It's a big one. Because again, you got the British Bulldog Hasbro. So if you're a British Bulldogs fan, you got to have this figure. It's a must-have figure in your collection. So let's move over real quick to where the big boys play. And Mattel's at it again. I mean, as many reveals as Mattel's releasing, I'd like to see figures in store. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we're still seeing Elite 80 pop up in stores, and they've already released images now of 85. I mean, guys, come on, let's let's get some figures in stores and online other than ringside collectibles, please. And with that said, man, big reveals, Elite 85, Ultimate Editions, Fan Takeover Series 2, which is an Amazon exclusive now. What are your favorite figures from these reveals, Joe? Right off the bat, my favorite figures from the reveals, I do like the Ultimate Edition uh, Macho Man Edge, you know, the Ultimate Edition Series 8. I like that style, Macho Man. I think the, you know, the jacket, the getup, the tights, everything about the ultimate for that Macho looks good. Same thing with the Edge. The Hardy and Triple H two-pack, I'm kind of on the fence about. I might get it because these two-packs, sometimes, you know, the collectability of them goes through the roof. Like now you can't find that Roddy Piper and Mr. T two-pack. It's in like, I don't even know, $120, $150 for some odd reason. I was interested maybe in the two-pack. Definitely the Macho and Edge. Elite 85. I like the whole set. Am I going to get the whole set? Probably not. But a part of me would just wanted to order the whole set off ringside and just get them all. I like the, I like them all. If I had to leave some behind, I would probably leave the Liv Morgan and the Lynch and the Bray Wyatt probably behind. First time in the line, Carrion Cross. I'd probably add to the collection. I'm an Aleister Black fan. I like that figure. Undertaker looks good. And I do like, even though I said I leave it behind, I do like the Liv Morgan. It's a solid set. Some of the basics they showed off as well. You know, you get the uh, Austin Theory, which is kind of cool if you're a fan of his. And I think that was pretty much it. Well, unless they showed something else, but I think that was mainly all their reveals they showed. Yeah, they did the fan takeover. I mean, I, I think the, oh, fan, yeah, takeover the fan takeovers. Had, that Xbox is a great figure. I mean, you got to have that. That's a must have. And, you know, I've always been a Christian fan. That Christian looks great. I love the colors, and I love that it comes with the belt. Yeah, I agree. So uh, pretty much same feelings. I like the macho. I like the edge. The only thing I don't like about the macho is I think they could have did it up a little better. I thought that the jacket is a little too plain on the front. They could have put more of that Hasbro stuff into it. But I understand it's difficult and you didn't want it to be too busy because the tights are so colorful and whatnot. So I get it. You know, I just was a little like I saw a photo of it next to its Hasbro comparison. And I know it's not supposed to be a direct match. I understand. But I'm just thinking like, oh, I love that. Just that whole Hasbro design. Maybe they should have just went all Hasbro on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's just my take. Me, I'm buying it. I bought it. I pre-ordered it. I love it. It's going in a collection. I find it. I'm probably going to find another one in the wild to buy to open up because I love these Ultimate Editions open. I think you got to open them up. And I love the Edge too. I don't know if I like the Elite figure better than this figure. You know, it comes with the code. It, you know, it comes with the alternate head and whatnot. I love that head, <laughs> dude. They are nailing uh, you know Edge's head sculpts now, and I just hope that they revisit some of the 
younger versions of him, but use these sculpts. You know what I'm saying? Just take the beard out or something. We'll see what they do, but yeah, his heads are amazing on these on this, you know, figure. It's amazing. I, I forgot to mention the comma too. The comma looks great. I mean, it's like spot on. The comma looks fan- fantastic. If you're a wrestling figure collector of the modern era and of the Legends era, the past, this series is fire. I mean, guys, this is probably one of the best series that we've seen this year from Mattel, and I think it's going to be series of the year contender. Now, with that said, I'm not getting all these, but I agree with you, Joe. This comma is amazing. They did not have to go into this much detail with it, and to get the chain that comes from the melted urn, I I think is incredible. You're an NXT fan. You got Cross. I'm not a big Cross guy. You got Black. I put Black more in that NXT category than I do WWE personally, but I will be getting that. I will be passing on the Morgan and the Lynch, but again, two great figures that they're flawless. There's nothing wrong with those figures. You get an updated Bray Wyatt, which I may get just because it has the collar now and it looks a little better, albeit I still just, I just don't know about this shirt, this painted on shirt. I just don't know about. I know. I I noticed the painted on shirt again. Yeah. And just no belts or anything. And I don't know the color of the, I mainly want that pig. Yeah. Huskis. I want Huskis. (laughs) You got to get it to complete the thing, right? The, the whole picture. The, the yeah, you have to. The Undertaker, I told you this when they released the rendered images, I believe it was during, I don't know, SDCC or something like that, or New York Comic Con, whatever it was last year. That Undertaker, I thought was going to be incredible. This is the Undertaker that everybody should want, not that garbage collector's edition one. This Undertaker is so freaking awesome. Oh, it's man, a I'm looking at have. it right now. Looks great. Looks so good. Joe. What is wrong about this Undertaker? I mean, this thing is freaking new molded pants. Yeah, beautiful look at the pants. vest. The vest looks great. Got the you shovel. The bandana. Got yeah, the, the bandana. shovel. Gloves. The glove hands. Like you know, like I, the, the the updated face sculpt. Even, look at you know, the he, face. Look at the detail oh, on the face. Oh. He's got even like the kind of caved in cheeks. Like if he were, you know, yeah. like he's older. Like he's older, right? He's skinnier because he's getting older. Yeah. This this figure I would like to see out of the package. You know, hold it in hand. I can't wait to get it. I may get two. And then the two pack, I'm I'm with you. I don't know. I, I probably won't get the two pack, but the collectability is there. So I don't know. I have to this is a hardy pack right here. It comes with hardy everything. And we talked about hardy last episode. How many Jeff Hardy figures are gonna put out? You know? Oh my god. Here we go again. Yeah. I like that you get that IC title. With them. Yes, yes, yes. But you're getting that people are saying, oh, it's infamous now. You're getting, you know, you got to get the IC title. It's coming with Randy Orton in the fan takeover, too. The, the IC title is everywhere now. So there's, it's not like it hasn't been out. You know what I'm saying? There's options. Let me just put it to you that way. And I feel like a lot of people don't like that version anyway. Yes. I like the purple belt, you know, so that came with that rock ringside exclusive. That was oh, my yeah, favorite. Yeah. I, I just, out of all the reveals, I'm looking at the Christian. I just love that they picked the purple with the black and it comes with the heavyweight title, the you know, the big gold title. I just, out of all the fan takeovers that have been released, this is probably my favorite. Yeah. I'm going to get the Xbox, the Gargano, the Christian. You got the Gargano and the Wolverine. Yeah. Gargano looks good. Yeah. Wolverine inspired attire. And even that Randy Orton isn't bad. And if you want that extra IC title, it's there for you as well right there. And you don't want to spend, you know, 
the 30 to $50 on the two pack for the Hardy and the Triple H. You got an IC title right there for 1999. Dude, again, Mattel, what is there? There's not really anything bad to say about any of this, Joe. No, I'm scrolling through all this now real quick. Just looking at all the figures they re- revealed. There's really nothing bad to say. Again, little nitpicks here on the Macho. I still don't think that Macho holds up to the defining moment. The first ever Macho of all time from Mattel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I just don't think any any figure will ever hold up to that figure. And this is a good one. I love it. But they just, I don't know, maybe it's too much white on the jacket that's throwing me off on the front side. But just my opinion. All right, guys, let's head right into it. We're going to get right in to this week's edition of The Gorilla Position. I can feel electricity in the air. All right, Joe, let's get started. Let's get ready for this week's edition of the Gorilla Position. And we are going to be discussing Boss Fight Studios, Legends of Lucha Libre Line by Mass Republic, man. Dude, these things, production samples are in hand. I believe these are on the boat headed to us in the U.S. And I am pumped up to get these figures in my hand, bro. Finally, finally, you know, it's been a long time coming for these. I feel like the pre-order was so damn long and I think they're starting it off right with, you know, the, uh, what is the Legends of Lucha Libre series one with the Penta and the Phoenix, you know, finally we seen them in box a couple days ago and they look good. I think they look great. I want to see them in hand and I feel like, you know, you could put these with your AWs, you could put these with you know, your Mattels and stuff. Just, I just want to see what they are like compared to the rest. You know, I feel like you could, these are definitely ones you want to hold in hand. Yeah. So this is going to, I think personally, have the same build quality of AEW figures with a little bit of that butterfly jointed Mattel ultimate edition stuff thrown in. So you're going to get that kind of AEW Mattel ultimate edition style. It looks like from the tattoo design and the, the molds and just even the articulation. So I agree with you. These look great. I love the color choices on the first go around. It matches the Mass Republic colors. It's different than the the white and black that Jazzwares released with AEW Series 2, Penta and Ray. And yeah, I thought that they displayed very well in the ring. I love the accessories too, that accessory pack. I'm actually thinking about getting it. Just reminds me of that old school ECW accessory pack. Yeah, the accessory packs look good. Yeah. Yeah, like the barbed wire on them look great and stuff on the the break you know, break breakable tables. It's actually the breakable barbed wire too, it looks like, which is really fun. It comes with light tubes. I mean, I have nothing bad again to say. I again I'd like to see them in hand, but again, nothing bad to say about this, man. Even in the images that were uh, shown, you know, with them being displayed in the ring, you can see the um, Fanaticos, Hoovy and uh, Taya in the background. Those look good, too, just for, you know, like their kind of basic line. Yeah. Well, you're getting that more molded detail than uh, than you would get in a Mattel basic or core figure, right? So you ha- even like with the Hoovy, I mean, you have that belt, which is a molded on belt, which is nice to have in a basic figure. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but those, um, the Taya, the Hoovy, the Penta, and Ray Fanaticos series one is up for pre-order on the site as well. So if you want to throw those, you know, in your cart, add those to the line. But, you know, I wanted to ask you, Will, how do you, um, how do these fall into place with everything else? You know, there's so many damn wrestling figures coming out now. You think these are 
You think the line's going to keep moving? You think people are going to buy these? You think they're interested in them? Yeah. I mean, there's Lucha, Lucha Libre is huge, you know? And I think when you look at something like this, you want to market it to obviously the mainstream wrestling communities, but even those little niche communities, you know, they're there, they're around, they exist, and they're going to buy this stuff because it's an online situation, right? And it could be sent. Maybe it's to Mexico, maybe it's to the US, but huge, huge Lucha Libre fan base. And with names like this, if they continue, you know, big time, Penta Zero M, Ray Phoenix, Taya Valkyrie, Juventud Guerrero, Conan, Psychosis, if you continue with big time Lucha Libre names, I think people are going to buy these figures. What are your thoughts on that? Growing up, I've always liked Lucha Libre. I've always been a fan of, you know, especially the guys they're putting out. You know, you mentioned all those. I've, I was a fan of all those growing up. And then when you throw in Ultimo Dragon, you throw in Vampiro, you, you know, they're even doing Ring of Honor guys that are popular, like Dragon Lee and Roosh, you know, the former heavyweight champ. I mean, they're, they're building this line. And a lot of these guys don't have figures. So it's fun to add them to your collection. And I think with all the other wrestling figures lines, I think they definitely fit, you know, into place with the rest and just adds to being a wrestling figure collector. Because to me, who doesn't want an updated Ultima Dragon or Vampiro or Seacosis, uh, you know? This line, I think once it hits, it's going to gain a little more steam. And I think that, you know, the pre-order was up so long, maybe people forgot about it a little bit. But once these start hitting... And people start getting them, seeing them in hand, and looking at the roster that's coming out. I think it's going to be pretty big. It's going to be huge. You know what this does? This puts other companies that I'm not going to mention the names of on guard because their figures become pretty much irrelevant moving forward. And it's sad to say that, but it does because they haven't adapted. They haven't listened to the customer, their customer base. And it just puts them on guard and puts them on notice. Lines like this, lines like the Super 7 stuff, all in, if I pay, let's say, 45 to 50 bucks for a Super 7 or 60 bucks for a Super 7. And then I guess for these, they were about $38.99. But again, you pay $10, let's say $10 for shipping. So now you're at $48.99. So you're at 50 bucks. Are you going to spend $35 all in for a shitty figure that doesn't have what you want articulation wise? Looks like garbage. The scopes look like garbage. The arms don't work right. Just the whole package is garbage. Or are you going to pay? 35 or even even in their basic series like you said the fanaticos just say 30 to 50 dollars for something that you know you're going to get some quality product yeah yeah you're going to get some quality product i'm putting my money i'm putting that money towards the quality product joe exactly for those price points i mean even some of the other figures that are released on the you know what what you're saying i mean they go up to 40 50 bucks like who the hell is paying for that you take it out of the package and, you know, paying apps are off, looks like a custom, things are falling apart. So, yeah, I mean, some people, you know, if it's a first time ever in the wrestling figure line, maybe you're forced to buy those where they have a little advantage there. But like you said, you want a premium product. Yeah. With so much options, though, start supporting the companies that are providing you with quality and premium materials and, and premium accessories and premium paint apps. And start not supporting companies that don't, because the only way those companies make changes or go away is if you don't support them. That's my whole point, you know, within wrestling figure collecting or action figure collecting in general. If you don't like what the company's putting out, regardless of the name of the wrestler or whatever the heck it is, 
don't buy it, man. Don't support it because they're going to make changes, right? They're going to adapt and make changes and improve their quality and improve what they're doing, or they're not going to be around. It's that simple. You have so much voting power with the way you spend your dollar, Joe, and that's in all aspects of our lives. Yeah, for sure. I think this line is going to do well. And I think people are going to collect it, especially uh, Lucha Libre fans and fans of that genre. You're going to get all these updated guys that haven't had figures in a long time. Oh, I'm just dying for that Hoovy, man. I just, I've been looking at it on the website. Go over the pre orders open, guys. You're not a fan of your other Hoovy? If you told me that this was coming out for $19.99 plus shipping, and I'm going to get it for about $27 because I know, well, Let's announce it. I mean, Paul's Toy Room in New Jersey, guys. Parlin, New Jersey is going to be getting Legends of Lucha Libre figures from Boss Fight Studio because he is a authorized retailer for Boss Fight Studio. So anything Boss Fight Studios you want and you're local in New Jersey and you don't mind taking a drive to pick it up, he's going to have in his store and you don't have to pay a pre-order. You just got to tell him to order it for you. He's going to hold it for you for X amount of days when it comes in, and if you don't pick it up, then he's going to sell it, and it's guaranteed to be less than the figure plus shipping via pre-order. Yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I'm hoping to get my two when he gets those in. Hopefully, he has some extras, and uh, I'm going to buy mine there. Yes. So that's the deal, guys. Support your local retailers, right? That's the key. Support your local toy shops. They need it. And in a situation like this, I, uh, I'm going to, Joe, yes, I, I would have never bought the other Juventud Guerrero figure if I knew this was coming out. And with the potential of this coming out, this Fanaticos, which looks great, I absolutely love the debut attire. And what is the future for Juventud? I think they're going to give him a Legends of Lucha Libre figure, and it's going to be freaking awesome, bro. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get that Ultimo Dragon or a lot of the guys, you know, Vampiro. I just can't wait to see all these guys coming down the pipe. Yeah, you should be excited. And I think this line has a lot, a lot of legs. I do. I do, do, do. They are already sold out of pre-orders for this Legends of Lucha Libre. Lucha Bros figures, they said they may list some if they have extras online after everything gets shipped out for all the pre-orders and to all their retail partnerships. So guys, just keep checking back on bossfightshop.com and... Follow them on Instagram and Twitter and support it. If you like what they're doing, support it, right? And let's give it a shot. Let's get them in hand. Let's see how they are. You know, we're objective here, man. We do objective reviews here. If we like it, we tell you we like it. If we don't like it, we tell you we don't like it. And it's that simple. Yeah. I think our position here is we're in. We're on the uh, Legends of Lucha Libre chain. That's it, brother. We are in. And you look again out of the whole, at the whole picture... Why not be in? And then if there are problems, we'll let you know. And obviously, as a community, we should let Boss Fight know if there are any issues. And we'll go from there. So have fun. It's the best time to be a wrestling figure collector, Joe. That is our position. Yeah. And this line is definitely going to be pretty sick. I can't wait to get it in hand. So everybody, if you like the gorilla position, please write a review. Let us know what you want us to discuss. What's a hot topic? What do you want us to discuss? Go over to Instagram and Twitter at SQD Circle AFP. Let us know what you want to hear us discuss and what you think should be on the next edition of The Gorilla Position. (laughs) 
Bitter Bittery. Welcome to the Oh My God figure of the week. Well, that Oh My God is very apropos this week, Joe, because we're going back. To, geez, we're going back, Joe. We're going to be deemed as the biggest freaking OSFTM ECW wrestling figure collector fans of all time. We're going to be like, people are going to start calling us Marks because we may as well just put every single figure they produced in the Oh My God Figure of the Week segment. I mean, geez, Joe. This figure needs to be in this segment. It's one of our favorite figures of all time. Former ECW heavyweight champion. This week, we're talking about ECW original San Francisco toy makers, Steve Carino, king of old school here. The old school style. You know, Will, I, I didn't realize he was 6'3". For some reason, I always thought he was shorter. He's actually pretty yeah, damn tall. It's weird. He, I, I thought he wore stilts, though, on his shoes. I don't know. He, he might have, like MJF. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't remember. I have, we have to look back on that, but I thought he may have at one point. But yeah, total height, man. Huge, huge guy in the ring. I think his stature was interesting because at first he was pretty, he was a little skinnier, you know, a little lankier. You know, as he went along wrestling, he put on some weight. But this figure, man, I there's not enough good things you could say. This is really a podcast episode where we're just loving everything on here, except for the people that buy likes and followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, speaking of the heavyweight, ECW heavyweight championship, he actually won that uh, at the November to remember 2000 by uh, beating just incredible Sandman and the then champion Jerry Lynn in a double jeopardy match. And then if you go back and listen to, you know, a couple episodes back in our main event, he defended the uh, title at the massacre on 34th street against Jerry Lynn and just incredible in a three-way dance. Oh yeah. You know, I was there. You were there. We did that watch along and man, I love that match, but we're going to be getting into his figure, man, because Will, this is Steve Carino's only wrestling figure ever made. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, one of the reasons why it's an Oh My God figure of the week right there. And to be part of this line, I mean, it's just incredible. Look at that. I mean, look at the logo, the Superman SC logo right in the middle of the tights. Come on. Oh now. my God. The hair? The blonde hair. He's got the wrist tape and the elbow pads. He's got the freaking yellow boots. I mean, this, this <laughs> freaking. And not only that, like, I, I actually like this figure and. Tell me if I'm wrong here. I actually like this figure better on the card than I do loose. I don't know. That's just my opinion, but I was going to say the opposite. I love this figure loose, man. Okay. I, you know? Yeah. I, I like it on card and I like it loose. It's just, I don't know, something about it. You know, the ECW line in general, sometimes some of the figures felt, looked a little weird. I like them all just because, you know, who they are. But this Carino just, ah, man, I'm so glad they 
chose to put him in the line because he would have never had a wrestling figure. But I remember seeing this when the line came out and I was like, oh my God, they put Carino in the line. And just how fucking excited I was to get this, especially with the red, with the yellow boots. I think the face and hair looks good. I was just happy to add this to my collection, man. I agree. I mean, they really squeezed him in. This is Bash of the Brawlers. And again, they just pumped out, man. OSFTM, Old San Francisco Toymakers just pumped out so many figures in two years. I mean, it was just like, it's really a year and a half, right? Because they didn't even, I don't think, start until a little bit into 98, you know? A couple, yeah, no, a couple of things with this Bash of the Brawler set. I mean, when this came out, I was just like over the over the moon, man. I mean, you get Carino. I was excited about that. You get all these guys I enjoyed, you know, I was, I was fans of. You get Little Guido. You get Supernova. Sandman, Mike Awesome, which he he made our Oh My God figure of the week in the beginning, and Super Crazy. I mean, the, the Credible and Sabu is whatever, but I mean, you got Super Crazy. You got Guido, Nova, Carino. I mean, that Mike Awesome with the title. I mean, this set was just insanity when you were a kid. Or uh, how, how old was I? 14, maybe? Yeah, I think it was 14. Yeah. I mean, as a teenager, I was still, man, collecting all, you know, all these ECW guys. When I seen this lineup on the back, I was like, holy shit. And then getting them in hand, I was just so excited, man. Same here. I mean, you said it best. I mean, just that lineup is is stellar. Come on. Sandman's an oh my God figure of the week. We just haven't put him in yet. You know, I mean. <laughs> that, that awesome. Same thing. That awesome size, you know, just to get into that for a second. But I think for me, the Carino definitely highlighted this set. Oof. I mean, I, I don't know about that. For me, I think it was the Sandman just because I was a huge Sandman mark. And to get him in that actual merch stand t-shirt, black yeah. t-shirt, I, sure. I just, oh, with the jeans, you know, he came with the shovel on the card. I mean, that I actually have the one I bought in KB Toys when I was, like you said, a teenager. So I had that. It never came off card. It just, it was one of the set. And I did have the Steve Carino too. So that was the second one that I really loved. Those were the two that I really loved from this set. I had the Supernova 2, and then I later bought the Guido probably about four or five years ago. And then, obviously, I bought the Mike Awesome about four or five years ago. And the funniest thing is I didn't have the Mike Awesome because it was very rare to find from what I remember because of that title. Everyone bought that figure because of the title. Yeah, it was hard. I got the Mike Awesome at a flea market back then. I used to go to flea markets with my other friend. And, you know, this woman had all the ECW figures. And that's where I got the Awesome when I was, you know, younger. But yeah, dude, in the store, he was hard to find. Same thing. I, I, feel, like same, I feel like same thing with the Super Crazy. I've never seen him in the store as well. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, I ever saw him in the store either. That's why I did, I did buy him recently as well. Or did I have him? I don't know. I know for certain, though, I had the Steve Carino and the Sandman. And the Supernova. I don't know about the uh, the Super Crazy. But anyway, getting back to the Steve Carino, even in the package, I absolutely love that they came with the, the cast. Yeah, yeah. It comes with like a big cast. Yeah. I thought that was fun with the crutch. And then obviously, it just, it just looks good on card. It looks good off card. You got the photo of Steve Carino. It's just a beautiful presentation all around. And you know what's great about it too? You get that Tajiri card in the back. Remember when he was managing him for a little while? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep, yep. That, that. That's kind of cool too. It's just a really cool addition there. And it's a little bit of a Easter egg, 
I like when they do that. You know, like Lee said, he was managing for a little bit and they threw him in there. And yeah, just a great figure, guys. I mean, if you don't have this in your collection, I mean, you need to get every OSFTM ECW figure that has ever been created. Let's just put it to you that way. And if you if you want him on card, it used to be a lot cheaper. Right now, the, uh, I'll just read a couple off. He's 130. <laughs> 130. Let's see. Oh, well, you're going to laugh at this one. 172 or best offer. 175. 120. So yeah, you're 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 looking if you want to get him off of eBay, which is probably the only way you can get him unless you find him on, you know, online in one of the groups. You're going to be spending a little bit. Yep. Well, I mean, hey, look, as the demand for wrestling figures get higher as the collectability gets higher as there are more people coming into the wrestling figure communities these things are just going to keep going up in price and it doesn't matter how much we're made you know what i'm saying it's like this is a mass produced wrestling figure item that we're at mass retail outlets in the u.s and I believe abroad too. I'm not. I'm not entirely positive about that, but I'm assuming it. There were abroad, and thousands and thousands of these figures were produced. But now they just they garner a higher price. I mean, there's not a lot left in existence, and there are. So I mean, it's like you got to find the right person to buy from. You got to right, find the right time. I think you probably want to get this loose if you don't want to spend, you know, upwards of a hundred dollars plus on something minty. That would be my opinion, and. As we always say in this podcast, Joe, be patient, right? Yeah, patience is key. You know that I, um, I'm actually from that line. I'm actually missing the Thrill Zone New Jack. I was always like, oh, I'll get around to it one day. It probably is the best New Jack figure in the ECW line, but it's it's a little pricey now. You know, 150, same thing, 150, 175. You know, it seems to be stuck at that price point. So one day I'll have to add it to the collection, but I'm actually missing that one. Yeah, I grabbed it just prior to the documentary coming out. And it seems like after the major pod started talking about these. And oh, after yeah, the that's when it shot up. After the documentary hit, it just shot, skyrocketed. So I got in just, you know, there were a few floating online, like for 60 bucks, 40 bucks here. And I just snagged it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was the same way as you. I was like, back in the day, I was like, I got my new Jack figure. You know what I'm saying? Like. I got the first one. I think I have like three of them. I have the series one and then I have the other one. It was like series three, maybe or it was just that random one. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I was missing the thrill zone. So, hey, they're out there. Be patient. And who knows? I mean, it depends. Is ECW still going to be nostalgic and it's still going to maintain its aura through the next 10 years or something? I, who knows, man? I have no idea. But I can tell you one thing, if you be patient and you find somebody that's letting go of their collection or something, or maybe somebody local, you may be able to find these for under $100. So that's what we do here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. So Joe, when we look back at this, I mean, you look at it, this figure, obviously it's from old San Francisco toy makers. It's ECW. I mean, who doesn't love ECW? I mean, Jesus Christ, I just bought probably four vintage ECW shirts. I got an ECW track <laughs> jacket that I just got from the mail from the fucking WWE shop. My my buddy is a huge ECW fan. He's actually the one that showed me ECW back in 96 or late 95. And he has every single ECW shirt, but he's never going to sell them. 
I was just hoping one day he does. And I'm like, listen, man, let me get all those ECW shirts. He bought every single shirt from those fucking catalogs and he still has them all. He just doesn't wear them or anything. You know, he's, isn't doing any of that shit anymore. He has every ECW shirt. He has multiple Sandman shirts, multiple Raven shirts, doubles, because those were his two favorite. And I just think sometimes I'm like, man, that that uh, container is sitting in his mom's house. You know, just be friends with him, right? Maybe one day he wants to let him go. And hey, you if you want some, let me know because I want some too, baby. You know, like, <laughs> whatever you don't want, I'll take. And I'm um, like, give me that, give me that Tommy Dreamer. He's ripping the flag. This is our flag shirt. That's the oh, one I yeah. want. Yeah, that's the one I'm after, man. I want that shirt. That's a fun shirt. Joe, I wish I have the photos. So I had sold all my shirts on eBay and I have all the photos in my old Apple computer, my iMac or whatever it was. I have all the photos still because they're sitting in there on some computer drive that doesn't work right now. I had everything more, I would say, from 98 to 2000. So I didn't have a lot of the older stuff. I had some, like, yeah, 98 to 2000. I didn't have, like, the old school Sandman shirt. I didn't have that. But I had all the RVD shirts. I had all the Sabu shirts, the Insanity pointing to the sky. I had the Lance Storm one with the Canadian, uh, the red-looking one. I, dude, I had the Just Incredible. I had the Super Crazy. I, Joe, I had them fucking all. Dead stock. I never fucking wore the things. I bought them at the event. And I put them in a drawer and then I sold them. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, God, you know, I've always been after that Eliminator shirt, man. Oh, that's the one I would love to have. That yeah, I never man. had. I always wanted that. In blue with them on the front with total elimination and them in the outline doing the total elimination oh, in the back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's what I want, God. man. You'll, you'll never see that shit. Bill Apter was selling some of his collection and someone was doing it for him. He had it on eBay for like a grand or something. It was so fucking crazy, the price. I wonder if Lee has this shit buried somewhere. Uh, maybe he's, I think he sold off all, all his stuff or most of his stuff. He may have it, but I don't know. He sold off. Yeah, I, see, I seen him this weekend. He's like, oh, I still have some stuff laying around. You know, I always, I always ask him, but who the fuck knows? Eh, you got to let him do his thing, you know? And he's always, hey, you want to go to this place? You should go to this place, you know? Try to work a deal out. There was this place in Philly that I went to. I stumbled upon it when I was there. I, where did I used to go? I used to go to Jimmy's, I think, to get cheesesteaks. And I walked around the, a couple blocks down. I made a left. I went down. Dude, they had so much old ECW shit in the heart of Philly, and I didn't buy any of it. Nah. And I don't know the name of the place. Probably went out of business. And Will, they had so much event posters, all ECW stuff. I mean, it's right in Philly. Yeah. And it was just like a shop that had a lot of random shit, but they had a ton of ECW shit. Man, looking back. Well, on now, it. now it's all gobbled up. I mean, all I mean, look at all the t-shirt gurus online, and they just got. Dude, I have to fight like a hawk on eBay to get something for under a hundred dollars now, and I do. I, I get, I get my ECW stuff. I mean, I just had to pay. I don't even want to say. So you know, I've been looking out for that Surgeon General's warning shirt. Yeah. Uh, the one that I had when I was a kid at all the events, and I actually have the photos I posted, I believe, on Instagram. I just found that Surgeon General's warning shirt and it was listed on eBay, but we did an offline deal with this dude out in the Midwest and the shirt is like in perfect condition. I got it for 150. I couldn't pass it up. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're probably looking to pay, you know, with a lot of that. It is. It is in good condition. I got a shitty, very worn ECFNW uh, shirt. Um, with the, what does it say? I think it says, um, you know, this means war or something like that on the back. And uh, I got that for just recently, like 70 bucks. 
they're not budging on price. And this thing is worn to shit. I mean, it's gray. It was a black shirt that turned gray because they washed it so many times. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, again, it's ECW. It's Steve Carino, OSFTM. The freaking tights are amazing. They're in the red color. You got this SC Superman style logo right in the center there. He's got the yellow boots, knee pads, wrist tape, armbands, the crutch, the cast. I mean, these are all, and I mean, and we mean all the reasons that this OSFTM ECW Bash of the Brawlers, Steve Carino with the double bang is in, oh my God, figure of the week. And you'll never forget the name. King of Toy, the Road Warriors. Joe, soft vinyl figures, baby. Wow, we love soft vinyl figures. And we have had in previous episodes so many knowledgeable soft vinyl Japanese figure collectors on here. We've had KWK Sean. We've had Adam from Junk Shop Dog, and we have discussed Sofubi. We've discussed the soft vinyl figure styles, the different companies, different lines that represent soft vinyl figures from Japan. And this one's a little bit out of left field. I don't think a lot of people know about these. Very similar to the the How figure line, HAO. They are kind of, I would say, these big head mini style figures that are super cool. They're of the road wares. You got Hawk and Animal here. They come in so many different shoulder pad styles. And Joe, yeah, explain a little bit about these figures to our listeners and how cool they are. Yeah, they are very cool. Like you said, we love the soft vinyl. I actually have one of the, you know, similar style. I have a great Muda in this style. If you go back on our page a while back, you know, I remember we posted a picture of it. It's similar to this, but I think, you know, there's so many Road Warrior fans out there, and maybe there's a lot of collectors that don't know about these, especially, you know, men on card collectors because the cards are really nice. But these figures are great, man. You know, awesome, awesome figures. And they come a couple different versions, a couple harder to find versions, which I'll get into right now. So they basically come in three different versions. The first version I'm going to talk about is the all black. So they come, you know, all black attire, black pants, black boots, and they have the black shoulder pads with the silver spikes. Pretty plain, but still, you know, very detailed, great size. Only 150 of these were made, and I believe they were only available at the King of Toy Expo. So that's the first set. The second set, those the all black ones are actually on eBay right now for $375, which is kind of crazy, but 150 pieces kind of makes sense. The more readily available ones at the time were the classic attire. These were 1,500 pieces of Hawk and Animal, and these were the red shoulder pads with the red boots and the black pants. Pretty standard, you know, as the Hawk and Animal attire there. And I saved this last set because there's a little story behind it. From what you can tell from back then, you know, some of the stories were a little all over, but the third set is a one of 300 set, 
and it is a darker green. So it's green shoulder pants, black pants with the red boots, and Animal has the green face paint in the middle instead of the white. So the green face paint and the shoulder pads on both are a darker green. These also were only available at the King of Toy Expo in Japan. And there was a little story because you can see images of what were the original ones to be released. And the story is they were originally supposed to be gold pads instead of the green. And Animal had the gold face paint on, which you can find images actually on card images online. But eventually the story was they all oxidized to dark green due to the weird paint used. So I don't, I don't think any of these figures with the gold pads even exist anymore, or you can't find, you're impossible to find. A little story there, which is why they changed to the green, uh, Will. So those are the three sets, one of 150, 300, and 1,500 pieces. Yeah, and look, these are great. Again, King of Toy Expo, they were available at in limited quantities. This Toy Expo, I don't know much about it. It is held in Japan, and... These are the house style. I personally, out of these three sets, I love the red, the classic, just red and black. I mean, this is LOD. This is the Road Warriors. They pop. It's funny that you have that story about the green and gold because, as you know, with Tiger Mask, as you know, with a lot of the Kara Pro figures that do use that gold paint in Japan, it does oxidize and turn green, unfortunately, over time in most scenarios. And it's probably has to do with an oxidation thing and, and a heat thing, possibly, or, or temperature problem. So really fun story. They're great. Like you said, you can find the black versions autograph. Are they autographed? No, they're not autographed. Oh, they are. are they yeah, animals? they are. Which Yeah, probably why the price is jacked up. The gold looks a little weird anyway. I don't think the gold really looks right on the, uh, for them. Yeah, it's odd. They wore gold once. Was it during SummerSlam? I, SummerSlam just popped in my mind. I think so. Yeah, I don't remember if it was a Survivor Series or SummerSlam. I think it may have been, a, or maybe even a WrestleMania, and it's just skipping my mind. But it was definitely one of the big pay-per-views, and it wasn't the Royal Rumble, obviously. They did wear gold, and I remember that distinctly, that beautiful, beautiful gold shoulder pads that they had on for that Mania. Now, in these photos, it isn't depicted that way. So, I mean, again, like you said, out of the three styles, I think it's my least favorite the gold you're probably never never going to find, right? And like we said, even if you do find them, there's a chance they may be oxidized or something like that. The green pads, eh, I, I don't remember LD ever wearing green pads or Road Wars, you know, just from my memory, if my memory serves correct. So I don't know, you go for the black or the red. I mean, the, the red is, again, I it's my favorite. It's classic, right? I think the red looks great, especially with the card. You know, you get that simple... Road Warriors card, you know, you have them up top in the red. Even even on the back, you know, you have the red with the classic Road Warriors in the corner there. Road Warriors pretty plain on the back. Who made the figure as far as the corporate goes? King of Toy, pretty standard card. But my point is, I think the classic attire with that card, I think, looks the best. Yeah, and it actually makes the face scans pop more too, in my opinion. I think in the black attire and the other attires, it's a little more muted. You know what I'm saying? But when you actually have them in that red look, their face paint really pops. Their face scans pop. I just I just love it. Just uh, for listeners to be aware of, if you did want to go out of these one of 300 green style ones, Animal does have some different face paint on those. He does have like a green fill-in on the, on the forehead area. So there's something to look out for as well. 
And then obviously uh, they look to be the same for the black and silver attire as the red and black as far as the face paint is concerned. But again, look, 1,500 pieces on the red shoulder pads and the red boots and the black pants. I don't know, man. It's funny. I do like the cards, and you know we're hashtag MOC, hashtag MOC for life here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, but man, these things displayed loose would be fun, you know? Yeah, I think they display better loose, like that great Muda I have. Loose is great, you know, for that one. And that one's hard to find, too, so I had to grab it loose. If you're a Road Warriors fan or, you know, a wrestling figure fan, try to look these up. There's only one set on eBay, but they're definitely you know, forgotten about. And with those quantities, I could see why. But I think loose, or if you're a Road Warriors LOD fan, I mean, these guys are great to add to your collection. I mean, they're they're just perfect. They are perfect. And the face scans are accurate and they look great. And the shoulder pads look awesome too. The spikes are highly detailed on them. I mean, again, they just really shrunk it down into more of a soft final fun form, you know, but I mean, this is just, it's just, it's fun. It's accurate. They pop, and like you said, this is just another part of that soft vinyl wrestling figure collector community. Get involved in. You know, we're gonna have Adam and Junk Shop, Junk Shop Dog on later in the you know in the year probably after he reveals some of his next soft vinyl Sufubi style wrestling figures. After he releases them, after he makes his announcements to further talk about this stuff, because we're excited about it, and I think why we're excited about it, it's because it's accessible now. You have something that's accessible. You don't have to go to a secondary market and pay a lot of money for it. It is in a style we absolutely love that you can get priced out of really fast. You know, if you're looking at like Medicom, Sofubi and stuff, those things are expensive, Joe. Even that Mr. T figure is expensive all in. Yeah, it is. Yeah, if you go down that road, they are. Yeah. And if you can find these in ways like a junk shop dog or through other means, I think there's room and we love this style, but the only reason we don't collect as much as we should, I should say, really, because I want to collect more of it is because of price. I mean, 375 is a lot for these two, you know, and it's a best offer, you know, but it's not even in the attire that I would want. You know, I would want the red and the black. Yeah. uh, Going maybe last year, a couple months back, they had a couple loose of the red. They they probably went quick or someone found them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Those are probably the best. But hey, maybe Junk Shop Dog has a few, you know, lying around. I got to still get that B Rhodes from him. So I'm, I'm planning a big haul from Junk Shop Dog on the next Sofubi Wrestling, you know, release, <laughs> which will be the Dynamite Kid. And I will have the Dynamite Kid. I will have his variant because we know he's going to do another variant. And I will have a B Rhodes. I'm going to talk to him about this. I want like to throw in another soft vinyl figure that he thinks is really cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure add to the collection. So Joe, man, these are amazing. They're collectible. They're in limited pieces. You can get them in three different varieties and they're just really fun and unique. And who would have thought, who would have ever heard King of Toy and the Road Warriors in the same sentence? I know. And that's why you'll never forget the name (sighs) King of Toy the Road Warriors. All right, Joe. Well, this week we're going to cut it short. I don't think it's short because we're on a pretty long episode, but you know, we went into some topics of discussion. 
that we thought we weren't going to get into, but I thought it was an exciting episode this week. Again, all our listeners, please hang in there with us, right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, we'll continue to, you know, hopefully do the show once a week like we originally had. And, you know, we'll keep our segments flowing. We'll keep a couple of the other ones in and out as we go. And yeah, man, we'll just keep moving along here. Yeah, we will. And we will do random Instagram lives and we will get that YouTube channel up and rolling again. Don't worry, guys. It's on our radar. We're just trying to find a time to fit it in. Joe's floating around some ideas, so I'm super excited for that. And we will continue here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, providing you with quality wrestling figure content. So go follow us and stay up to date on everything Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast at SQD Circle AFP on Twitter and Instagram. Again, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. And remember, as we like to say here, the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast is the gold standard in wrestling figure collecting.